Good evening, welcome to Brand UFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith and Holly Blades. How are you? Very good after that win against Brighton, Steve. Yeah, it wasn't the best of games, but another win, another three points, Holly. And got to be happy, haven't we? The, the run goes on, the positivity goes on. And let's not forget the women as well today. 6-2 win um, in front of Amanda and Mia Dad as well. So uh, a good weekend all round for Newcastle United. 100% and we've eventually ended that curse that we had against Brighton. I think that's the first time we've beaten them in the Premier League and um, never had a good record against Brighton. So to go and win them, even though it wasn't pretty to watch, was very, very good. Um, you know, slightly disappointing that I think we started off the game very well. Two goals in 15 minutes. We could have went on to do, you know, brilliantly. But I think you could tell um, going into that second half that Brighton were going to put a bit of fight in, in the second half. And they did do that. Thankfully, we only conceded... Um, the the one goal because you know it could have been a lot worse than that but I think certainly there was a lot of positives to come out of that game particularly um the defense again I thought the defense was outstanding yeah big Dan Burn again another good performance from him uh yeah target you know he, he again he, you know he was superb uh Emil Kraft came out of it again with uh, a lot of praise from supporters and of course Shaw capped it with a goal yeah, delighted to see that from Fabian Shaw because we know that he's got it in his lock. He's able to score a goal when he wants to. He hasn't done it for a while, but you could tell it meant a lot to him and the reaction that he gave on social media as well. Yeah, the interviews are quite good on there now with it. You know the way that the club do it. I mean, it makes a difference when you're winning games, of course. But I mean, it, it's just good. You know that the social media really is uh, it, the club account, especially on Twitter, is great, and the Facebook page is good. They update things now on a regular basis, and we're getting some great snippets and some good interviews. Yeah, definitely. I've been watching them all. I think most fans have. And John Joe Shelby is someone who I always like to see get interviewed because I think in the past he's been pretty boring in interviews, but you can tell now he's like a big voice, I feel, within that team and within the dressing room. I think he really, really, um, you know, he, he's so happy that we're getting ourselves out of this mess and climbing the league. I love the, uh, the the thing that was out on Twitter there that came from the official club account. It was a quote from John Joe Shelby, more or less saying, look, I had a bad game. Um, uh, you know, I didn't reach the standards that I've been uh, reaching, but I've watched the game back twice. I've dug deep, um, as have the rest of the team, and I'm proud of you know, proud of myself and proud of the team. And it's it's just it's great to see that you know there's this morale. And of course, we had the you know the almost tradition of the the photograph uh, of uh, the team in the dressing room again as well, all smiling, beaming smiles, and. You know, just reading some of the other social media, uh, you know, a lot of from the players basically saying how, how united they are and how united the dressing room is. And it, it's great to see. And that is the big reason why we're doing so well at the moment. Definitely. I think we'll break records this season because I think it was earlier on in the season. No one had ever stayed up with going on such a um, big run, not winning games. But so we'll break that stat, you know, I think we only need like a couple more wins. And I think that's job done. But definitely all the players are singing from the same hymn sheet. It's fantastic to see. I think the fact that the dressing room is so united is probably the reason why we've turned it around. And also, I think the change in mentality is there for all to see, because a couple of years ago, we would have went on a uh, win and run and we would have been absolutely delighted, even if the performance weren't pretty and we still are now but you've got people like Eddie Howe like you look back to the West Ham game and he came out and he said I was happy we got that point but I felt as though we could have got three you know they're constantly wanting to improve and get better which is a great attitude. Chris Wood I mean I did say to you after the game I thought he was my man of the match but on reflection having watched the game back um Ryan Fraser was my man of the match I've got to say I thought he was I thought he was superb again ran himself into the ground um ably supported by Joe Linton, once again, who had a, another great game and, uh, you know, put himself about, ran himself into the ground, uh, target again. Um, but watching Wood back, you know, I won't change my mind. I still think, and, and more and more people are starting to agree with us, Ollie, that he's doing, he's, he's playing his part. He's doing, he's not scoring goals, but his work rate, his effort, and he's, you know, he's just been awkward in and around their box. He's, he's creating space for others to get into. And, of course, played his part in the goal yesterday. So, there's, you know, he's never going to be an Alan Shearer. He's never going to be a Les Ferdinand. But what he's doing at the moment is he's playing his part in the team. And you've got to say that, you know, that has helped, you know, us get to where we are in the table. 
Definitely. If we hadn't have signed him, then we would have been in a worse position. And I think until the end of the season, he will play his part to keep us up and he will be recognised for that. I think obviously next season, it's not ideal if he's your number one striker, but obviously we'd like to see people like Callum Wilson coming back and then hopefully signing another new player. Um, and obviously listening to Malcolm McDonald yesterday as well in the Dog and Parrot, he wasn't happy at all with Dan Byrne. And I can understand that because when you are a striker yourself and you're so used to like scoring goals and that's what you want to see from a striker. Um, and in, obviously Chris Wood isn't doing that, so it can be frustrating. But I think we knew we weren't going to get an abundance of goals with Chris Wood. So as long as he's putting in a good effort, um, you know, helping other players get involved in the game, then I think that's all you can ask of him because he's not going to get those goals, unfortunately. Okay, folks, uh, in the chat, as you know, we always like to hand over to you and give you your platform. So whatever you want to say tonight, then uh, just stick a message down in the YouTube chat box and uh, I shall get it. Still having issues with YouTube, sadly. I can play back videos on everybody else's channel, but I can't get playbacks on, on my channel. So it's a, it's a little bit difficult. Luckily, the chat works, though. Um, I've obviously got YouTube working on this to, to see what the playback error is. And anybody who's got any computer knowledge, um an error occurred please try again later playback id if anybody's got any uh idea of what that means um and how i can solve this because it, it's literally the only the only videos i can't watch are the videos that i upload and put on which is a little bit annoying uh, but i can watch them on any other channel so if anyone's got any ideas or suggestions please leave them in the in the box kenny good to see you yesterday mate i hope you caught up with your mates uh ryan hope says just want to come in early stay and, and say steve that the abuse i've seen towards you over a t-shirt is mental mate it's like the daft kid is saying, my ball and you're not playing. Fair play for making one. Ryan, thanks very much, mate. Yeah, there again has been a storm uh, in a teacup over Twitter. And uh, once again, my name has been taken in vain by many people out there. And uh, I'm used to it. I just get on with it. I don't uh, tend to uh, bite these days as I, I probably did five or six years ago. Um, I just get on with it. I move on. And... Um, those tweets are always overshadowed by tweets like the one that Davy Craig put out today. Um, and Davy, obviously part of the We Are the Geordies film, uh, put a, a not even a tweet, he put a thread up um, and gave his own opinions on on me and about how he'd met me and you know how you know his mindset was this and that and it was lovely. And there's been a few people who sent those kind of messages today. Um, which I picked up when I came out of the hospital seeing my mum. And I, I really appreciate it. I really do. I, I can't do anything about it. I can never do anything about it until the social media laws change. Um, I'll never be able to, you know, switch on my phone or switch on my computer without seeing some form of abuse. We're trying to laugh at it with Troll of the Week on a Friday night. But, um, you know, I would be lying if I say it. Sometimes it doesn't get to us. I don't let it get to us all the time. Um, I always put a, you know, I just I just put it to the back of my mind. I use the relevant uh, things on, on social media to block these people. It only happens on Twitter. I don't get this abuse on Instagram. I don't get this abuse on Facebook. Um, Twitter is less personal, you see, and, and you can hide behind a, a like a pseudonym or a or a fake profile, and, and there's many of them. Um, I just can't change people's opinions, and, and you know I, I can't change what people think. But like I said on my Twitter post where I, I did a video on Friday, I just essentially. Um, we'll continue to do what I do uh, because I believe it's right. And I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the banter and crack that I have with 99% of the people. Uh, the other 1%, I just block them and I move on. So, you know, the abuse I get, the abuse Holly gets, the abuse that other people on this platform have had from complete strangers. <clears throat> and it has to be said, I said it on Friday as well on, on my Twitter account, from people who were actually um, platformed by me uh, on this channel in the past. Um, people who maybe retweet or like something or share something, uh, but then stand back and go, oh, it wasn't me, I can't blame me. Um, I, you know, I just move on, I'm afraid. You know, I, I'm not I'm not going to take it to heart. Um, and, and, and what I said on, on my video on, on Twitter on Friday was, please just, if you see anything, um, which is attacking me or attacking Holly or attacking anybody else, please just... Report the tweet, because that's important, because it's fair that Twitter get to know what that person is saying and what you find offensive, um, and then just block them. Because otherwise, you're going to waste an hour, half an hour, an entire afternoon uh, arguing with somebody who's clearly just doing it to get a bite and get an argument out of somebody. And I've seen it happen time and time again, and you will just get hit with the same old rubbish 
you will get hit with the same old um, stories about you know um you know, me, me interviewing tommy robinson or the craze um you know stuff which again I, you know everybody knows the story about that it's old news you know and i don't let that creep into the, the newcastle content that i do everybody knows that if you don't want to watch a true crime video on my channel you just move on if you don't want to watch a controversial interview with david ike or tommy robinson or a or a former killer or a former thief then don't watch it you just move on um i don't like to take up too much of this show with that but it had to be said and, and obviously with that message at the, at the start um you know uh, thank you for that thank you for the support thank you to everybody in the chat and anybody in the nufc matters community for it we've seen it happen with people like paul from toon review john sinclair you know other people on twitter suffer on a daily basis Gemma summers um you know ian hannon who by his own admission used to do it himself but now is you know doesn't do it and he's it's just it's, it's an ongoing situation at all and, and holly you're just you know you're, you're a young person who, who's had to deal with this and it, it, it's you're the same as me aren't you now you just report and block it makes you stronger as a person i guess yeah 100 percent. i mean it's never really bothered me too much if i'm being honest um i kind of expected it kind of going into this stuff which is sad because you shouldn't expect to be abused for sitting talking about football on youtube but it's just part and parcel of it unfortunately and i think that's the thing you've just got to realize that you know these people don't actually know you so their opinion counts for nothing really and just block them and, and put it to the back of your mind because it's no use getting worked up over these things and for every troll, there's a Tom Lynch, there's a Davy Craig, there's a Tom Dixon, there's a Kenny Ranson, um, there's a Jeff, there's a Julie, there's a Rachel. Um, you know, there's so many lovely people out there who support us on this platform. Your words mean a far more, and, and we see them a lot. So don't worry about us, uh, and, and we do all help each other in the NUFC Matters community as well. Um, you know, we, we just crack on with it. And um, just report and block. That's my message. And hopefully we won't have to discuss that on this show again. Tom Lynch, evening everyone. A bit of a fortunate win. Didn't play great, but it takes a bit of a steal to get results like that. I said yesterday, Holly, didn't I, that um, Manchester United used to win Premier Leagues like that, playing badly and then nicking a 1-0 win. Yeah, um, I know. Like, I think that's the the thing with football, though, and especially this season, because I feel as though across the league, bar obviously the teams like Man City, Liverpool, the standards been very, very poor all season. So I think, regardless how you get the points, as long as you get them, then that's all that matters, you know. Um, in a few years, we can worry about playing pretty football, but for now, we just need the points on the board. Yeah, we just crack on. Tom Dixon says another brilliant uh, win yesterday. The atmosphere on the ground was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, the flag display pre-match uh, was something special, Holly, wasn't it? Definitely. I think it's one of the best I've ever seen. So obviously, it's always the Gallagher that's famous for the flags. But now the Lees is doing brilliantly and the East Stand's being brought into it. It just looked brilliant. You know, turning both stands black and white as well. I'd imagine on TV that would have looked great. Yeah, it did some great footage going around on Twitter, if you haven't already seen it, from different people's camera phones. Uh, some some amazing stuff. Uh, Kenny says, the lads stuck with a plan and got there in the end. In your limited experience as a supporter, Holly, this must probably be the most organised team you've seen, Eddie Howes. Yeah, probably. Um, obviously, Rafa's team, I think, comes close at times. There was times when it did fall apart and start to go wrong. But um, I think defensively it was solid. But the thing what we see with Eddie Howe's team is um, the midfield's brilliant as well. And even the attack in front's very, very good. It's a bit, you know, choppy and changy, obviously, with injuries that we've had. But across the past few games, we've stuck with the same team. And, you know, they're always performing to the same standard, which I think is probably the first time I've seen a consistent team as well, because normally you'll see players have one good game horrendous the next week but they've been trying every week steve middlemas you've got me here because i've been uh as i say visiting me mom and then i popped into the felon to see a, a couple of my mates uh before i came home um so i haven't seen this mika richards is absolutely hilarious fair play to roy Keane for not knocking him out what's happened is this i presume this must have been the coverage of the manchester derby i didn't get a chance to watch it all right, okay. Anybody fill us in, let us know. Uh, Donald Bain says, good evening, Stephen Holly. Good evening, Chat Posse. Yes, good evening, Donald. Hope you're well. Thank you for your support on social media today as well. Uh, we go again on Thursday evening. Hopefully the winning performance continues against Southampton. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, that, isn't it? Because the manager, of course, um, made his mouth go uh, at the, uh, the very beginning of January's window, Holly, didn't he, about... The players that will be available to Newcastle when the game is rearranged, and he he, he won't be very happy to see Dan Burn and Chris Wood and Target playing for uh, Newcastle, will he? 
Not at all, but it was such a ridiculous comment coming from him and he wasn't the only one to say it as well. But like at the end of the day, all teams were in the same position. Everyone had a chance to strengthen in January and get new players which would be eligible to play for the rearranged fixtures. Some uh, teams have signed more players than others. You know, this is the first time we have actually had a successful January window. So just let us have our moment. But I'm confident going into Southampton and I think we'll definitely, uh, I think those players will play their part as well in getting the result. Uh, do you think we looked a bit leggy in the second half, says Steve? Um, I just think Brighton are a good team. I, I, I think we looked fit, um, but we were up against a team in the top half of the table. And, and anybody who's into their stats will know that up until yesterday, Newcastle hadn't actually taken any points off anybody in the top half of the table this season. Um, of course, they hadn't taken many points off anybody, uh, you know, up until the start of this run. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I was pleased to hear Shelley admit that he, he didn't have a great game because I felt, I felt Brighton man-marked him. The man marked him out the game and made it difficult for him to play. They, they, they highlighted him as like, the person that everything comes through and I think they make it difficult for him but I, I don't think we look leggy I felt nervous I think it was probably the first time I felt nervous when they when they got that goal when Dunk got that goal um, I was on edge every time they broke but um, no I don't think we look leggy I think we look fit and of course you know we, we went on to win the game anyway yeah, I agree. Um, I think you could always tell that Brighton were going to get back into that game because I thought we played brilliantly for the first kind of 15, 20 minutes. And then you could see there was more pressure being put on at Newcastle and you knew in the second half it was going to be very difficult. And unfortunately, we didn't really improve. Um, you know, maybe we could have made subs a little bit earlier, but we got there in the end. And I think that's the most important thing. The last kind of 10 minutes, I think everyone was so on edge because you were just expecting us to concede the amount of chances they had. Um, but, you know... Thankfully, the defence did very, very well yet again. One thing I did notice, though, which I'm not really sure what was going on there, was um, we never, ever were marking one player on the left-hand side of the pitch. I have no idea why, but there's always that player that was unmarked and constantly they were passing the ball to him. So you're thinking, when are you going to learn, you know, it caused problems? Cucurella, the, um, the left-back, number three, he, he was their main playmaker. He, he got everything went through him, didn't he? And he was constantly up and down that line. Definitely, and I just question why was nobody marking him? Mm, yeah, I mean, it was, it, you know, he, he, he was the standout player. I gave him man of the match for Brighton. There's no doubt about it. But, um, yeah, look, we got away with it. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a hard-earned win and, you know, it kept the run going. Uh, Don says, I only saw the game on TV, but it looked like John Joe was starting to struggle. Perhaps maybe the time to introduce Bruno. I, I just think he was man-marked on. I, I really do. I think, um, and I think Bruno will have his day. Again, when Bruno came on, I mean, you know, sublime, really, at times, the, the stuff that he does. There was a lot of hearts and mouths, wasn't it, towards the end, though, Holly, when he kept a hold of the um, kept a hold of the ball and then was opting to try and pass it out rather than clear it out of the box. Um, you know, you know, he was it was like, ah, oh, it's okay, I'm Brazilian, I can do what I want, kind of thing. You know, he was he just didn't panic. Yeah, I know. Um, I think the fans were panicking. Everyone was like, just get rid of the ball. But clearly he felt confident enough in himself to do that. And fair play to him, you know, because I think 99% of players would have just cleared the ball, you know, hoofed it up at the other end of the pitch. But he managed to keep us in the game, keep us in possession of the ball. And that's what you want to see if they're capable of doing it. Derek Sharp says, uh, how many games do you think we need to secure safety? I'm going to say two wins. Yeah, I said at the start of the programme, two more wins would do it. Yeah, I think two wins will do it. I think we'll get four points out of these next three games as well. I think we'll get a win out of either Everton or Southampton. And I think we'll get a point out of one of the other games. Anything out of Chelsea is a bonus. Um, they are by far a much better team than we are and have the firepower. And it's at Stamford Bridge. Um, the only thing that weighs in our favour with that is that, you know, if we can go to Southampton and keep the unbeaten run go going, then... Our tails will be up and it'll be interesting to see with all of this stuff that's going on in the background with Chelsea, how much that affects them, Holly. You know what I mean? With a, with a club having to be sold and potentially 10 buyers in the wings. It unsettles players a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And um, obviously, I saw the interview from the Chelsea manager as well, where there was some, you know, chants going around from Chelsea fans about the owners, which kind of unsettled the, the team and the management. And it's not great, you know, when you're in those type of situations, it's a bit of a unique situation. No one else is in it. And I think that will affect them on the day. Um, so honestly, I wouldn't, I don't think we'll win Chelsea, but good instinct. I think we'll get a point. 
Yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting couple of games coming up. Four away games. I can't remember that happening in my time as a Newcastle fan. I'm sure it probably has, but must have been a long, long time ago. Um, evening, Roger. It was good to see you yesterday as well, mate. Uh, he says, Eddie House, Black and White Army. Yeah, it's sung with pride these days. Mark says, uh, we were pretty bad at this game, but I will take three points. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say we were bad. I just, we weren't at the same standards as we were in the, the previous seven games. I just think we, we came up against a team in the top half of the table, as we had against West Ham, of course. I mean, we dominated that game at West Ham. Um, it was the worst game in the last eight, but it was a game which we won. And, that it, you know, it just bodes well when you can win games when you're playing badly. Uh, Donald just uh, agrees with everybody else. Uh, evening to you, Jeff. Hope you're well. Um, let's hope that your little mural continues, Jeff, of all these managers that uh, have been beaten by Eddie Howe. A uh, very good evening to you too, Andrew. Uh, Brighton were actually very good. Their left back was good, Mark. Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit earlier on. He was a star turn him. Very, very good player. And, um, you know, got a lot of the ball and, and knew what to do with it. Watford and Norwich are gone. I've got to agree, Holly, have you? I think that they are. I said this a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't see them getting out of it. And, of course, Watford, despite pulling a, another consolation goal back uh, with about six or seven minutes left today, got B3-2 off Arsenal. I can't see either of those two bouncing back now. No, I think they're down. And I think now it'll probably be uh, between Leeds, potentially Brentford and um, Everton to fight it out for that last that last place to you know get relegated. Raymond says, evening, you know Chris Woods is a striker, but the work he does is class, great team effort. I've been saying it um, since he came. Um, you can't just judge him by goals. His work rate's there for all to see. And like I say, he hasn't lost a game. Um, you know, he's been a big part of this this run. And I think that, um, you know, we found a way of playing with, um, you know, with bringing other people into the game and other people scoring goals. We're scoring goals and, you know, we've kept clean sheets. So that's, that's what the game's all about. And... It's not about one person, you know, going on a prolific goal scoring run. If we're getting the wins, who cares? Um, and I'm sure we'll see a different player when he's playing alongside Callum Wilson towards the end of the season. David Cook says, watching the whole match on Sky was not as scary to the live commentary on the radio. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I, you know, I've done plenty radio shifts in my time, David, uh, when I wasn't going to the away games, uh, when my kids were younger and it's... Uh, it can it can drive you up the wall. I bet I bet some of our match day lives uh, had you on the, the uh, on your seats as well with all of us on back in back in, during those COVID days. Uh, seven points. Derek thinks will be enough. Uh, John Askew says, "What did you make of the journalists quizzing Eddie Howe about the war in the press conference? Should they not stick the football?" Um, John, yeah, I think they should. Um, we're always going to have a situation where that kind of thing gets brought up. I think a cross section of managerial interviews that I saw, the war in the Ukraine was mentioned to a few. Um, so it wasn't just Newcastle. But I think once it comes back down to Saudi again and the regime and, you know, all of that, then I think it's out of order. But I, I, I'm I, just proud of the fact that we've got a manager who can answer those questions um, respectfully and comprehensively. I think, he, I think he does a great job in front of the camera. Um, I'm proud to have him as my manager. And after listening to the best part of two years of Steve Bruce's gibberish, um, I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm, I'm just, everything about the club at the moment, I'm so proud to be a fan. And, you know, just looking at Adam Pearson stuff today, um, as I was coming back on the uh, on the, on the the bus from the, the hospital, um, he was up at the women's game today, the ladies game, 6-2 win against Leeds. And me, her dad and Amanda down there taking photographs with supporters. It's fantastic. This is all we wanted, you know, and uh, we, you know, we, if we never won a cup, then we've got owners who care and we've got hope. We've got an opportunity here to build something special. We know it. They know it. Um, obviously, I got a chance to go and see them before the game yesterday, which was fantastic. And I have a chat with them. First time I've seen them both together since the takeover. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just immensely proud to be a Newcastle fan at this moment in time. But Holly, yeah, the politics, it, they should keep it separate, shouldn't it? Definitely. I think obviously um, Eddie Howe wasn't the only one that was quizzed with that kind of thing. When it does kind of become targeted because of Newcastle owners, it is unfair because obviously Eddie Howe's there purely to manage a football side. You know, it's the same for players. Um, it's not really their kind of concern or their worry. But I think the good thing with Eddie Howe, which is what you said, he always speaks very, very well and answers the questions carefully. 
Yeah, Mark says, how is, it, how is a, a big, I'm not sure what pair means, but uh, I think he, maybe, he, maybe he's got a big pair, maybe he's got guts, I don't know. Unlike Brucey boy, he doesn't uh, cave in and bring back half-injured players like ESM. Yeah, somebody when I was at the gym this morning brought that up, uh, Mark, about uh, about him taking his time with players who were injured. Um, and that's that's sensible, Holly, isn't it? Don't rush players back. We've seen it happen with some of our rival clubs. Leeds tried to rush the centre-half back recently and he's, he's now had a setback and, you know, that could cost them dearly. Well, yeah, because obviously when teams are struggling, um, you know, it's quite tempting to just bring a player straight back into the side if you think that they're going to make a difference and improve them. But then there's a high chance that they're going to get injured again and make that injury long term. Um, so, you know, it's not worth it because although you might get one good win or a good performance, whatever, because you brought them back, it's going to have a long term bad effect. And I think that's the beauty of the position we're in within the league now is because the squad's playing very well. You know, there's pretty much everyone being consistent you ask players to come in they do a job we're not having to worry about we need this player if we want to win a game it's fantastic going to games and hearing the EIEIO song and the crowd rolling go on as we break forward it's electric Tom it is yeah I'm, I'm just it, it just the way it should be isn't it um, I sat next to a four-year-old yesterday says John whose only previous attendance was versus Cambridge yesterday it was a bit more enjoyable for the lad yeah it's great to see the kids getting in and uh uh, I'm not sure it was. I'll, I'll, I'll add it to Tweet of the Week, but um, it was a wonderful photo of a young girl uh, who'd been taken by her dad. And she uh, she turned around and said, I think I found my happy place, Dad, which was really nice. And and he was obviously, as a dad, his heart melted here in that, which was fantastic, but lovely tweet. Steve says, great ball by Wood to put Murphy in for the goal. Yeah, that's what I mean. Stuff that he's done off the, you know, some of the stuff of, off the ball and just little through balls and winning the ball. He's 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 a he's a nightmare for centre halves. He kept Dunk busy. Do you know what I mean? Wood has not lost a game for us, has he? Enough said. Says Mark. Uh, Wood assist for the first goal. Says Jeff. What a touch from Wood to Murphy. Poetry. Murphy got a little bit of stick. He's this week's whipping boy. I think uh, we've had we've had craft. We've had. Um, you know, various people pulled out over the over the course of the last few weeks. I think on Twitter especially, um, which has to be taken with a pinch of salt. It, it's it's really just because you know people just feel whatever for whatever reason they always feel they've got to have a player to say, well, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't play him. I, I, you know, ESM should have been in for him. Murphy had a good game yesterday. He had a really good first half, at least. And you know, he, he you know he, he broke forward and hit the post to, for for Fraser to tap in. He, I thought he had a decent game yesterday. I did as well, and I think um, he was probably one of my outstanding performers in that game. Obviously, I wouldn't give him man of the match, but he was certainly up there because although he did maybe make one or two mistakes and he could have scored that goal himself, you know, maybe it wouldn't have went in if Fraser wasn't there to put a ball in. But ultimately, um, you know, I think he played brilliantly because he was really making their defence have to work hard, um, constantly just causing problems for Brighton. You could see they were under pressure when he was on the ball. And I think consistently across the past few games, the thing with Jacob Murphy is he's been has to come back into the side he's tried his hardest he's given 100% effort and his 100% effort might not be as good as someone else's but just because you know he hasn't got the natural skill and ability of some of our other players it doesn't mean that we should criticize him for that because he does give his all whenever he pulls on that black and white shirt and you can't ask for more than that so I've never criticized Jacob Murphy this season because I think he's done the best he can Mike Stewart says, John Aldridge played about 20 times for Ireland uh, way back before he scored his first goal, but he always put on an amazing shift. He did. Chris Wood, record, eight games, five wins, three draws, John Askew says. Dave, I'm not sure what you mean about this. Um, Letitia Cropley, deceased part in any future Vicar of Dibley. Do I look like this person? Is this a potential lookalike? I've got no idea, Dave. I don't watch the Vicar of Dibley. Uh, Tony Finley says, Hi, Stephen Holly. Good to see you both yesterday in the Dog and Parrot. Not our best performance, but who cares as we got the three points and further away from the drop zone. How are the lads? Good to see you too, Tony. Kids loved the flags in the East Stand yesterday. Yeah, it was great to see that. It's Russian trolls, Steve, says Steve. I don't think I don't think they're Russian. Uh, uh, did Bruno give everyone a heart attack in the last few seconds? Yeah, Matthew, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. Uh, he certainly did. Is Murphy allergic to finishing? Uh, give, give, a, give a kid a break. He's a, he's a good little player, him, and he's getting better under Eddie Howe. We were not our best yesterday. Three big points, though. Love going to the match now, says Brian. I think we can all agree with that. Um, have you tried switching it off and switching it on? I've tried that. 
I haven't banged it with me fist, which is another thing which people would advise you to do. Um, I've done everything. I've followed the guidelines. I've watched the videos, these horrendous YouTube videos with American people's voices on. I'm now in communication with YouTube Direct uh, via their email system. Uh, so let's see what it brings. But if has anybody got any kind of uh, any anyone's got any kind of advice, then then please uh, please do let us know. Okay, time for the ads. Uh, big shout out to Spider VPN for all the internet security. Google Spider VPN. They come up at the top of the Google search list. Uh, they are the boys to trust. Thank you, lads, for your continued support. Thanks also to skipsandbins.com. Telephone 0800 25 45 25 3. Email inquiries at skips Website www.skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay as you go waste collection. Thanks to LNG Family Funeral Directors 01913897245. And a Garden of Healing Dispensary, CBD Hemp and Cannabinoid Specialists. www.thegohd.com. Thanks to Arcot Interiors, who you can find at the uh, end of Heaton Road. You can also Google them. They come up at the top of the Google search list for all your kitchen fittings and necessities. Uh, Google Arcot Interiors. Thanks also to qtechshop.co.uk, the makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls and Newcastle. And to Clee Run Game. So you can find them at cleerun.game. And it is Clee Kai. You can find them on the Apple Store, Google Play, meet the new game over screen, drop into a Clee Run device near you. Thanks also to Jab Signature, jabsignature.co.uk, and to Media Arts for all of our video uh, expertise. If you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the Newcastle Legends logo in the bottom right-hand corner, and you can subscribe for free. We still do seven shows a week. Hit the thumb up to like the video, click share to share to your social media, and drop into the comments box to speak to like-minded Newcastle fans. And uh, we're also available as a, a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and on other podcast providers. It usually goes up 24 hours after the show has been on. If you want to join the NUFC Matters cult uh, and become a full-time member, it's a £25 one-off fee. You get a cup, a pen, membership card, and a scarf, and entry into the monthly draw. Uh, you can go to nufcmatters.com, or you can get your phone and hover over that QR code, and that will take you straight to the membership page. And we have good news, uh, because Holly, uh, myself, and Super Mac and Gibbo, as most of you will know by now, regular viewers, are going to be doing a show on Saturday, the 9th of April, at 12 o'clock. Now, if you are a cult member, you will be getting an email from John to get two free tickets. So if you want to come, or if you want to pass those tickets on to somebody who lives closer, if you're a, an exiled mag and you want to pass them on to somebody, uh, then reply to the email that John will be sending out this week. He might, read, he might have already done it. I haven't spoken to him today. Uh, but there are two free tickets for members only. So, uh, of course, two tickets is worth £20. If you want to come to the event and want to become a cult member, it means you could join the cult and still get your tickets. So we're thinking about... Have a look again at the QR code. Join now uh, the NUFC Matters Cult. You could get two tickets to come and see me, Malcolm Gibbo and Holly uh, in April. Also, a couple of other events on the go. 260 dinner, of course. Uh, the Alan Shearer 260 dinner is taking place at St. James's Park uh, on the 7th of April. And tickets for that are available from the 260dinner.co.uk. And the uh, tickets for the end-of-season summer party, uh, which features Viva Morrissey as the entertainment, Friday the 17th of June, uh, 7 o'clock. Um, and that uh, tickets for that are available on, uh, on Groupon and on Woucher. So get yourself on today. You can pick them up for around about £7.5. If you want to join me and Holly uh, doing the fire walk, uh, then go to the website, wrfirewalk.co.uk, and you can join our team, uh, join Team Wraith by entering code NUFCM at checkout. It's £35 to enter, and we're hoping to smash a world record. By joining my team, uh, you are helping raise money for the Bradley Lowry Foundation. So get yourself onto there. And don't forget, with the Everton game looming, we've got some uh, He's Only Got Little Arms t-shirts available. Uh, on nufcmatters.com. Lots of stuff on there. Get yourself on the website. Uh, well worth a view. And the Food Bank t-shirt uh, with ASM on is up for grabs on my Twitter. Pinned at the top. Currently, the bid is at £150. ASM will sign the shirt. And uh, 
it's uh, well, hopefully make a lot of money for the food bank for that. All proceeds uh, go to the, the food bank, of course. And uh, don't forget as well, you can still make a virtual donation to the food bank by going to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk and making a virtual drop into the bucket. Okay, back to the uh, the chat. Mark says he doesn't use Twitter. Not entirely why you're getting abuse, Steve. Ignore it. Thanks, Mark. Steve, the cat will be busy this week, says Derek. I would agree 100%. Um, Steve, I hope your mum is recovering. Um, yes, she is. Dunno. Great news. Um, been up to see it today. A lot better position, mate. Um, as, as you know, we'd more or less given her the last rights three weeks ago, but we've had, seems as if we've had the um, the crucifixion and now we're getting the resurrection, is what I've said to me mum today. It's fantastic. She is talking. She is a lot um, happier than herself. Needs a bit of physio, but uh, we're hoping within the next, you know, seven to ten days, we could have a home, which would be fantastic. Uh, Barry says, uh, do you think Bruno will replace Shelby in the next few games, Holly? I think it depends how Shelby plays in the next few games. I wouldn't drop him just because he had a slightly poorer performance against Brighton. I don't think he deserves to be dropped. Um, obviously, if in the next game against Southampton, he then has another bad performance, then you'd start to think maybe we should bring Bruno in. But um, I don't think that'll be the case. I think Shelby will probably step up. So I think probably Bruno will have to wait a little bit longer. Again, give him more uh, time coming in off the bench, but not starting games yet. Okay. Uh, trolls are wimps, says Derek. Yep. I wouldn't disagree with that either. Uh, it's great to see a young lass is knowledgeable about football. Well done, Holly, says David. Thanks, David. Uh, Terraces uh, says, how come Callum Wilson and ASM don't have a song or a flag despite their performances over the years, but a newly rejuvenated Joe Linton has both? They both have songs. It's um, a song which we sing on a regular basis, Holly, the Callum Wilson one. Yeah, I know. Well, we did a live uh, rendition, me and Alvalid, on the way to Brighton on the channel. You did, exactly. So, um, there are songs, but there's no flags. Yeah, there's no flags. There's no ASM flag. So, you're right on that, Terraces. Uh, trolls have a psychological issues. Just been watching a video about psychoanalyzing trolls. Thanks, Donald. Share that with us on Twitter. I'll have a watch of that. Uh, all right, Steve. Good meeting you yesterday. Great, great. Um, I know you'll get a lot of abuse. Definitely no need for it. I said Wood first goal and he got the assist. Darren, you, it was good to see you too, mate. It was great to see so many people yesterday, actually. Good to see you too. Um, just want to say it's amazing how the fans stay after the final whistle. They sing Hey Jude and congratulate the players. Just shows what the last 14 years has been like, says Mark. You're nodding your head there, Ollie. Yeah, it's the highlight of the game, I think. Everyone's just so happy after that win and it's just electric, you know. Never, ever seen anything like that at Newcastle in my time going to games and every game we're just praising the players and rightfully so because they're trying so <clears> hard. For solidarity with Ukraine, the Premier League should ask teams to play their next home or away games in Ukraine shirts. Such publicity would boost morale in Ukraine and would send a clear message to Russia. What do you think about that? There's a few teams got red. Um, Brighton, for example, wore their, their third choice kit, which of course was Ukrainian colours, but could you see Newcastle doing that? Would you agree with it? Um, I think it's certainly something which could potentially happen. I think it was something which will be probably um, introduced by the Premier League collectively. If it does happen, I don't think individual clubs will probably take that step. <laughs> um, but would I be against it? No, of course I wouldn't. I think it's brilliant to show that solidarity. You know, I think that'll be a call by the Premier League though, rather than individual clubs. Yeah, and Shelby, had the, I mean, they all had the captain's armbands on, didn't they, of uh, the Ukraine yeah. colours. So at least they did that. Um, I used to sell petrol to a nice bloke in Essex who turned up dead in a Range Rover. I, and I never get trolled, says Jeff. One of the Essex boys? Jeff, is that true? Is that a true story? That's a fascinating story of true. Um, you know what they say, never argue with stupid people. They'll wear you down and beat you on experience. And your name's Dave Smart, so I'm not going to disagree <laughs> with you. Um... Malta Whitney says, Holly, sorry if you've been trolled again. It's water off a duck's partner, Holly. She just shrugs it off, flicks her hair back like I do, and we'll just move on. Uh, Steve, you're getting like Ben Jacobs, 10-minute answer. Although I agree with every word, says Kenny. <laughs> yeah, I like a Ben Jacobs every now and then. Um, agree with all of that, says Ryan. Thank you. Um, hi, long-time viewer, but never worked out how the chat works. Oops. Simon, welcome to the chat. I love it when someone discovers something like that. It's great. Sometimes you see, it depends on what device you, what you watch it on. 
um, and suddenly if you find you're watching it on computer and you've been watching it on your phone or whatever, but you, you can find the chat all over, but it's, it works differently on different different things anyway. So welcome anyway. Um, the funny thing about these idiots complaining about the media not reporting the full article, but only select certain points against NUFC matters in the Toon Review. Double standard, says Derek. Exactly, Derek. We can all see that. Most of you can see it. You know, we just crack on, mate. It's, it, it's, it, you know, it, 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 you know, it's a waste of time. It really is. You can't, you can't, you can't change it. It'll never change until social media is regulated. The display from War Flags yesterday was amazing. Hopefully, they'll continue doing it. The will, Tom. It's great as well to hear that other clubs' fans are getting in touch with War Flags to find out how it's done. I think it was Norwich, maybe, or somebody mentioned. Uh, Everton, I think, had got in touch with um, you know the club to find out you know how it was how it was funded, etc. And it's great to see us leading the way, Holly, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I think we've probably got the best flags within the Premier League this season. No one can deny that. Yeah, the war flags display gave me goosebumps. Amazing, says Rachel. My mate was in Brentford and saw a load of scousers down for the League Cup. Finally, told his son that'll be us next season. Yeah. I've got to be honest, the League Cup, a League Cup would do me next year. Well done to you both with these idiots. Stay strong, ignore and carry on with the great work you both do. The Spartan Wanderer, thank you very much. Uh, Derek says Brighton passed the ball well, uh, but didn't really put us under pressure. Yeah, they, they, they were lacking something yesterday, which is why they didn't walk away with a point uh, at all. Anybody know, uh, has Graham Jones disappeared? No, he's still there. Um, I mean, I've where I sit at the ground in the Platinum Club, I've seen him. Um and Brentford away, we had good seats, and I could see Graham Jones down there. So he's still there, he's still in and around the club. Um, just maybe he's not as prominent, you know what I mean? He's not not standing on the touchline next to, next to the manager, like he had to with Steve Bruce. Uh, and now we know why, because Steve Bruce was never there during the weekend. Uh, it was all down to Graham Jones. Um, he's in the team pick, Mark, uh, says Ryan. Yeah, he is. Uh, do you think the sponsorship will be announced in the summer? We've had this asked a couple of times, Colour Coats, on Friday nights, and um, I tend not to get the heads up about these kind of things. You know, your, your, your man for that tends to be Mitch, um, about especially with it being a, a PIF uh, led, you know, you know, led consortium that owns the club. Uh, but I would imagine we hear something, we'll hear something, yeah, I would imagine pre season for things like that. There'll be a lot of changes. A lot of changes next year, I think. Um, not just with a team, but with the ground, with um, with behind the scenes. Things are happening. Things are changing all the time. Um, I mean, that was the first time that I've ever been in the chairman's suite yesterday before the match. And me and John from QTech went in uh, to get the T-shirts handed over to get a photograph of Amanda and me and Dad. And um, just going in and seeing the people, it was... I was like public enemy number one when Mike Ashley was there um, at times. And when I was doing my job with Rafa and, and in the director's box, there was always this, oh God, there's that Steve Wraith from certain people. Now it's, you know, it was just like welcomed by everybody like it used to be in the old days. It was fantastic. So I think it'll be big changes, colour codes, on and off the pitch. And I think genuinely speaking, it'll all be for the better. Uh, but yeah, I think there'll be big, big deals announced, etc. And I think we may, we may see something special with Nameball. It was shut yesterday, of course. I think it was shut yesterday and it's shut for, a, shut for a period of a couple of weeks. I think it's getting a minor refurb and I think it could have a new name. So watch this space. Uh, Tom Lynch says, shame to, the photos of the, uh, shame to see the photos of the bloke walking out with one of the big flags. People who do this are thieves. Thankfully, it looks like war flags have recovered the flag. Yes, yeah, some of it's, I think some of it's just daftness, Holly, isn't it? And, and some people just genuinely think they can take the flag home. They don't really give it any thought. You know, they're, they're like a day tripper who comes in for the game and maybe you don't realise it's not season season ticket holders, is it? I don't think. No, I think it tends to be the people that maybe just go to the match once in a blue moon or whatever and it's like a bit of a souvenir. But it is annoying because obviously, you know, the flags are funded by the fans and it's not really good for them to be taking the fans. But um, the flag, sorry, but I'm pleased that they have got the flag back if that's the case, you know, because it is unfortunate to ruin the displays. You know, even if like, say, for example, yesterday, if a few people took those flags from when they made the whole um, stand black and white, it would mess the display up, you know. Yeah, Tom Dixon says, who do you think the three teams will be relegated now? Norwich, Watford and either Brentford or Leeds for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the same and I think Everton will probably be 17th. Yeah, I think Everton, Everton got a, a bad run in um, as well, but I think they'll just scrape it with uh, with Lampard. Ian Edgess has loved yesterday's atmosphere. He's stand fantastic. He even took me blanket off to wave the flag. <laughs> Brilliant. We were joking about that on the, on the Three Amigos on Friday. 
Um, David says, guess the team has to be changed on Thursday. Back to December lineups. Um, look, we've got four away games, Holly, haven't we? And th there is going to be changes at some point because Thursday and Sunday are, are so tight. There'll be somebody somewhere has an issue. I, I think there'll be I think there'll be changes, but he might he might he might go with an unchanged team if he can. Um, but I think I think the Chelsea game is when we'll see Bruno. Yeah, he's stuck with an unchanged team so far because everyone's been playing well. And I think he will do that unless there's a need to have a bit of a change if a player starts to um, get a bit tired or there is an injury, which is a high possibility with four away games in that amount of time. Then we will start to see those changes. And I think Bruno will get his chance before the end of the season. But I don't think we'll see um, that Southampton game on Thursday night. We instantly drop someone like John Joe Shelby and bring him straight in. Oh, here we go. Um Roy Keane was being serious, calling the Man U team, saying that they were poor after the day's defeat. And Mickey Richards was trying not to laugh and then burst into laughter. If looks could kill, I love it. Yeah, they were, but they were poor by all accounts. Brighton were impressive, a bit slow in attack, though. Yeah, yeah, it was just strange, wasn't it? He played Lampley. Was it Lampley? In a, in a bizarre position. He played him up front. That's what it looked like to me, anyway. And Welbeck, he's, he's past his sell by date. I, I think that's where they've let themselves down. Mopey was the star striker at some point, and he, you know, he was on the bench, came on, and was fairly ineffective. Donald says Bruno's got to start. Uh, Bruno will bring more composure. Uh, Bruno Brighton's left back, Curricola, was brilliant. He was superb, Matt. He's really, really good. Uh, Ashley, good evening. Um, evening, Steve, even Holly. Great result at this rate. We could make Europe 14 points away. I think we are. How many more points do you think before safety? Great show as always. Thank you. Yeah, we said earlier on, I think we both agreed. Two, two wins. Uh, Ashley, I think two wins and we'll be safe. Uh, it was awful, awful performance, but who cares? We battled hard and got a result. Our passing was poor throughout, in my opinion, says Alan. Uh, Ryan says, Graham Potter's going places, in my opinion. Exciting career ahead of him. Still not a patch on more Eddie, though. Yeah, look, I would agree. I, I thought Potter, Potter came and he did his homework, Holly, didn't he? He's, he is a good manager. Um, he did his homework. And I think if they had had Dan Byrne, they would have won the game. Yeah, I agree. And I think... Um... Brighton went from having one of the best defences in the league statistically to now having one of the poorest. You know, they've been conce uh, conceding goals for fun in the past few games since they've lost Burn. So that just proves how much of a big player he is. And I think so many people didn't really know anything about Dan Burn until he signed for Newcastle. And he's been a revelation. I mean, how he's never got into that England side, I do not know. Yeah, you, uh, Gareth Southgate's got to be looking at him. Bruno messing about in the box, love it. Uh, where do you guys think we'll realistically finish, says a man? Um... I think 14th is probably where we'll finish. Um, I can't see us getting any higher. That might surprise people. We have got a hard run in. Um, the teams above us have got a little bit of a gap. Um, I'd like to revise this question in four games' time because if we've if we've picked up if we've picked up seven points as opposed to four, which is what I think we'll get out of the next three, sorry, then. I might have to change my mind. But I, I would say 14th, a man. 13th would be my answer. I think we'll love a 13th place finish. I think that's the most consistent position we've finished in since coming back to the Premier League. Yeah, Eddie Howes, Mags. Yeah, we've said it a couple of times already, but we both think uh, two wins will do it. Have to be honest, no idea who Dan Byrne was before he signed for us, but he's cracking. Yeah, I, I, again, you don't pay much attention to other teams' players unless you're playing them. Um, and I'd heard of him, but I hadn't. I didn't know his history. I, I, I told me hands up. I didn't know he was at, you know, he's at Newcastle as a Bairn. And, um, you know, but I'll not forget Dan Byrne now, Holly, will you? Definitely not. He's been outstanding. NUFC, well, you know, he goes way north. Nine points from threes. Uh, from the next three games. Uh, God, I tell you what. <laughs> Why not? We have to be realistic. There are a bunch of losses coming. We won the games we wanted to win, and we can't ask for more, says Mark. There you are. Now, that is, you couldn't get two more contrasting messages there on the chat than those two. It just shows you. I'd say we'll be somewhere in the middle. Four points. Steve, why uh, why did you set the ASM um, top as auction and not raffle? Is it because you're thick? Okay. So, this is the kind of trolling that we've had from people on Twitter. Um we get the shirts done, and I will explain it in case this person is watching. I'm sure the admin will have probably blocked this person by now. However, um, we set these shirts because QTech provides them. We've raised in the region now of £30,000 for the food bank in two solid years on this platform. And I have nothing to do with the design. All I do is tweet it. It's as simple as that. 
And John um, came out last night and explained this all on Twitter. And that's it, really. So I hope that gives you an answer. Um, we will beat Southampton, says Salty Dogs. Yes, I think is a, there's, a, there's a good opportunity there. They got well tonked at the weekend, got beat 4-0. Um, I genuinely think there's a chance of getting something down there. I really do. Mark says, we seem to be coming up against teams just at the right time at the moment. Think the unbeaten run can continue for a while yet. I hope so. Great show as always. Thank you, John. Good to see you in here. Uh, and Derek, um, I wouldn't normally agree with people saying things like that, but I'll not read it out. I'll just leave you to, to see it on the screen. Uh, even though we won and it wasn't pretty, think of all the times we did that under Steve Bruce. Basically every game, <laughs> you're right. And, and a big congratulations to Steve. He did manage to win a game at long last. Um, beat Hull, didn't he, at the weekend. Uh, hi, Holly and Steve. Enjoy all the shows. Keep it going. Great results for the last eight games. Take care, both. Terry Smith, thank you very much. Uh, John, I think we're all like this. But again, we've all been conditioned over the last 14 years. I won't relax until we're mathematically safe. I know where you're coming from, mate. Stephen Adams says, I think with a constant running from Fraser, Willock and Big Joe, it might be time to give one of them a break against Southampton and give Bruno his first start. That's an interesting theory. Would would you would you rest one of those? Not in the next game, no. Unless they come out and say, I feel like I'm struggling, it could lead to an injury or whatever, then I would. But if they are happy to play, then I'd keep playing them until there's a reason to change the team. Don't worry, Steve. Every game under Steve Bruce felt like an away game. Last season, we got beat 3 0 and no shots on target. You're right. I think scoring two early goals made us sit back too much. Roger, you could be right too, as well. Yeah, you know, we, we'd never really been in that position uh, for a while. Uh, the team has gone so far since Steve Bruce leaving that the team spirit is excellent. We haven't seen a Newcastle team like this since Rafa. Uh, my match day superstitions will continue. Good on you, Rachel. Uh, Leeds were unlucky, to be fair. Uh, I think they'll be they'll be able to get safe. Uh, Bamford is back. Yeah, Steve. It's between Brentford and Brentford and Leeds for me. Question: If Chelsea do a fire sale of players, who would you go for? It's a good question, Donald. Um, Holly, any any preferences? Who you'd like? I'd take one of the strikers. Well, yeah, you've got who, haven't you? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I certainly, I don't know. I, really, I would really take. Well. I would. I would just take any any of the strikers. That's what I would say because we need one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Any goals? Anyone who's going to get twenty goals a season will do me. Um, ASM uh, in for Murphy. Murphy also says Paul. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that before the match yesterday. But as I said, I thought Murphy did okay. Uh, even after the Man City result today, we are still second in the form table. We should at least get a point or a win over the Saints. Uh, don't forget, you can vote for Eddie Howe for Manager of the Month. I did share it on Twitter for those of you on there. Um, Get voting. I'm not sure when the vote closes, but vote, vote, vote. Um, it's dead easy to do. If uh, we stay up, how many players can you see coming in? And then how many can you see leaving, says John? Wow. Great question. I looked at the I looked at the subs warming up yesterday with my dad. My dad said to me, I don't think any of them will be here next season. So with the exception of potentially ASM, who I still think could get moved on in the summer. I, I, I think Newcastle are looking bigger and better than ASM, although I would always say try and build a team around good players. Um, I, I can't see I can't see the likes of Almiron, Lascelles, um being there at all. We know that they want to tie the Longstaffs down. Sean Longstaff will be there by the sounds of it. Um, I don't think I don't think there'll be many of them there. Manquillo. Um, I think well, I think he could be surplus to requirements as well. But I think they'll probably get rid of six or seven, and I think they'll bring in four or five. I, I don't think they'll be huge. They'll be they'll be a I think they'll be a marquee signing. Um, but I think four or five players. I don't think it'll go. They'll not go mad. We'll bring four or five in. I think it'd be one, if not two, marquee signings. Yeah, I'd agree. Very similar. I'd probably say around five in, around five out. Probably, I think there's a few people there that are surplus to requirements. You don't want to get rid of everyone straight away, obviously, because we need people to come in to replace those players. Um, but going off what you said about ASM, I think what became apparent to me in that Brighton game was that if we had some faster players in that team, he would be world class I think because there were so many times he was in that box and he was you know marked by three or four players but if there was another player that was quick enough to get into the box at the same time we would have scored more on more than one occasion so I think we'll get someone in with a bit of pace to play alongside him and he becomes one of the best players in the league for me I think Shelby and Kraft should be rested against Southampton for Bruno and Manquillo says Terra Seas 
yeah, all about opinions. Good shout. Great to see the owners watching women's football today. Uh, good meeting you yesterday. Uh, great meeting you too, mate. Um, Adam and his dad were in Richie's hospitality box. Very good quality effort. Jeff, yeah, it was good to see Adam behind us. I, I think I managed to um, uh, photo bomb his video at the end as well. I don't know whether I made it or whether he recorded you it. You did, I one, watched like. it. I did. <laughs> yes. I came running in the background like that. Brilliant. I'll have to Is it still up? I'll have to watch yeah. that. Brilliant. But I had a good crack with Adam. I really like the kid, you know. He's a, he's a, he's, as I've always said, work rate unmatched. Since, since we met him in the pre-season, after all the, the unnecessary animosity that was getting chucked around online, um, it shows that when you actually meet people, um, you know, he, he likes me, I like him. And he's, he's, listen, give the kid some support. He's going out and doing stuff and trying to give people content in a completely different way to everybody else on this platform. And I completely respect him for that. He's a really nice, he's a really nice lad. And he's black and white through and through, black and white daft. And it's nice to see him getting some benefits out of it as well, which which is nice. I read the other day that uh, owners have said we will stay at St. James's Park. Can you see our capacity increasing beyond 60,000? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit on the Three Amigos. Um, at some point, yeah, I can see that happening. At the moment, no. I think the training ground is the most important thing. and the, the, Well, the team is the most important thing and the training facilities will, will be a close second. Um, but yeah, it will happen at some point, 100%. Uh, I would, would you agree? Yeah, I think probably three or four years and they'll expand it. I'd love to see level seven go all the way around because I think that would look brilliant. Yeah, ASM was pants yesterday. I would agree, Derek. Didn't didn't cover himself in glory when he came on. Even Steve and Holly can't believe what I'm watching. Three weeks ago, we were five points in the relegation zone. Now we're seven points clear of it. Amazing. Just goes to show hard work and sweat uh, paid off for the club. You're right, Chris. Can you see us beating Southampton? Well, it is that time of the show when we look at that, uh, John. So you've got the question in. Um, from my perspective, Southampton will be smarting. I think, after that defeat. Um, I think it will be a tight game. I'm going for a, a draw uh, down at Southampton. I can't see us, I can't see us winning it. Uh, but I think a draw, I think a draw is possible. Um, what's your views? I think we will win. Um, again, I don't think it's going to be a big win. I think it will be tight, but I'd probably go for a 1-0 win. 1-0 win, OK. But it's a 7.30 kickoff. There's no live TV for this game. 3,330 tickets were allocated and all were sold. Of course, this is a rearranged uh, game. And uh, going to be a bit of a nightmare for people getting down there. No problem. But coming back, obviously, probably going to have overnight stays for a lot of people. Um, the Saints, uh, at, the, at, at their ground, um, are unbeaten in the last 12 League and Cup games. Uh, Wolves are the only side to go down to St Mary's and get get anything. Um, they are the home draw specialists, though. Uh, they've got uh, seven draws to go with five wins and one defeat. So I think my my anticipation of a draw has got a good chance of coming true. Kevin Friends, the referee, uh, Andrea Mariner, uh, Mariner is on VAR. Uh, so most of you will have to uh, do with a stream or uh, listening to it on BBC Radio Newcastle. Uh, lots of people in the chat just having a, a quick uh, whiz through this before we uh, before we finish. Uh, lots of people saying I have no idea who Adam is. But just Google, just look on YouTube. Um, he's he's on under Adam Pearson. It's well worth a watch. You know, you get some really good stuff on there. Uh, I've told him to be careful when he goes to these away grounds, though, because at some point somebody's going to end up turning on him. Um, yeah, Adam is a good lad and gets a lot of stick for reasons I don't understand. Puts his head above the parapet, Tom. This is what happens, sadly. Um, Ryan says, I hope they get rid of ESM. His attitude is bad. Even Matt Target made a jab at him, saying he gets fined all the time and you can't say anything to him because he's a key player. Uh, well, that, that, that kind of stuff won't go down well in Eddie Howe's dressing room, I don't think. And that's why I think some of us feel he could potentially be you know, on his way, you know. 2 nil for the two nil win for the Mag, says Chris. A big shout out to you and Arcot Interiors, mate. I hope you're well. I reckon Eddie Howe uh, could get a decent tune out of Jerry Hallowell. Jimmy, I'm not even sure what you mean by that. Um, and hopefully it doesn't get me into trouble and accused of something. But yeah, I, I, possibly. Oh, yes, you can't sing. That's what you mean. Stephen Holly, any any scope on our next season shirt and branding on it? No, Terrace, he's not seen anything like that. There's been no leaks of stuff like that yet. Um, but, I, you know, I, I just think any anything that the club do, they'll consult the fans and, and we'll get something decent, Holly, won't we, probably? 
Yeah, and I personally feel, and again, this is just how I personally feel, I think we'll drop Castor at the end of the season just because I think there's been a lot of sales within the club shop, which isn't really uh, normal. It doesn't really fit in with the pattern across the past few years. And also the fact that they're congratulating Wolves and um, Rangers on their results, but not Newcastle. I mean, I might be just reading too much into it, but I feel like Castor could potentially leave us at the end of the season. I think you've got uh, I think you've got a, a good point there to be honest. Um obviously uh before we get back together again um we've got uh Newcastle going to Stamford Bridge uh which of course is on Sunday you and I and your dad are going down to that. Um prediction for that one Holly. 1-1. One, one. Oof. God you're a lot more confident these days aren't you? <laughs> I don't want to change. Donald says, bring back Adidas. Thanks for another great show, says Don. Thank you, everybody in the chat. As always, great to see uh, so many people on. Thanks for all your support as well and all your messages. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, is my night off. Uh, and you can join Pete Davey and Chris Hall uh, for the Fans Forum. We'll stop calling it the five-minute rant. It's back to the Fans Forum. Uh, so don't forget to join the lads at 7 o'clock tomorrow night uh, and uh, enjoy what's left of your weekend. Take care, Holly. See you later. Bye. Thank you.